Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Bad Timing Podcast. I'm Kerrigan. And I'm Hunter. And this is another episode we have for you this week. Yeah, we're actually putting one out this week. Sorry about last week. It's just been a it's been a bit crazy just trying to adjust to the college lifestyle and Kerrigan starting school online. So it's been fun. But I'm back home for today and we figured we'll we'll get one done. For sure. And if you follow our Instagram at Bad Timing Podcast, you will be updated with everything. I made a cool little post. Um, of our dog. Yeah, of our dog, Rex. He's cool. He's more of a rat than a dog, but, you know. I love him. Well. Well, I love him. I don't <laughs> um, choose who to love. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. <laughs> I guess, never mind. Yes, we do. Any- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, follow our Instagram. And, I mean, we have Twitter, too. Um, we don't tweet as well. because I can't of- tweet. Yeah, neither me and Hunter are big tweeters, but... Tweeters. Tweeters, Twitters. Um, But follow (laughs) us on Twitter at BadTimingPod and stay updated with everything that we have. um, And you can be the first to know. Cool, cool. So today we um, have a special guest. She's sitting right here. She's sitting with us, kind of just staring at us right now. We have brought our mother in. Michelle? No, not Michelle. Michelle. For the past week and a half, I've been bombarded that I say my mother's name incorrectly and I don't think I say anything wrong I Michelle. say Michelle you say Michelle okay well either way sounds like mush. welcome to the set mom call me mom <laughs> I had to introduce you by your formal name but my name is not Michelle it's Michelle see and you should only address me as mom they need to know your name Michelle with one L <laughs> But why would you be saying Michelle for the past week and a half? So you've gotten into a very bad habit of calling your mother Michelle. Especially when you're aggravated. With I've you. always called you Michelle. Never heard Michelle. it. Never heard it. No, Never heard it to the last two incorrect. weeks. Incorrect. Okay, guys, before you're going to start roasting me in our comments of everything, I don't really know where that would be. <laughs> um, I'm respectful to my mom, right, mom? <laughs> You really gonna Silence. Mom, the whole internet is gonna okay. put me on blast. You are, you are a wonderful daughter. You're respectful, except for when I do something stupid and you go, <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> Anywho, um, so that kind of ties in. I don't see how it ties in, but I guess it ties in. Today we're gonna talk about actually you can you can say I cut you off, my bad. Um, okay, so before I was in inter- I'm just joking. Jeez. Um Today, we decided that we'd bring our mom onto our high-tech set, as you can see. Isn't it nice, Mom? It's comfy. I like to (laughs) sit here about nine hours a day. (laughs) A.K.A. my mom's bed in her bedroom, because she has the biggest bedroom. Um, Now she does, because I moved out. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Anyway, we decided that we would bring our mom onto our quote-unquote set and have her talk about what it was like to raise two daughters and teach them all about self-love. Me and Hunter also wanted to touch on just self-love. While it's a broad topic, um, I think it's something that isn't talked about enough by girls, Hunter, or my age. And, yeah. Hunter age. Hunter age. (laughs) I'm going to cut everyone off because that's what I do best because I'm the mom. And just say that it's tough in this world. And I'm going to talk just a little bit after the girls talk about... Um, tips that you can use, um, hopefully have an open dialogue with your mom, and if not your mom, at least someone in your life that you can bounce things off of because it's so important. And I will just start off by saying that my girls don't only use me as a bouncing board, but they've got lots of women role models 
in their life that they are able to go to, yeah. which is so important because you don't want to tell your mom everything. I get Absolutely it. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And oh my God, the glare that came after I said that. The biggest fear in my life is that the girls are going to be like 45 and we're going to be having coffee one morning and they're going to go, remember, I never told you, but when I was 20, I blank, blank, blank. And then I no. I'm going to be like, you didn't tell me what? No. <laughs> I'd we, rather I, have an open, honest relationship than you guys hide stuff that could potentially be harmful. I don't for think, sure. I think we've got a pretty good, re- just me and my mom. This is Hunter speaking, by the way. Just in case they know you're <laughs> We've been doing this podcast for like six weeks now. Just in case you didn't know, I'm Hunter. But my mom and I have a very close relationship. So um, going away to college has been something that's been not putting a damper on it, but kind of just testing. It our, changes it. It changes. It doesn't definitely changes. damper it. It doesn't damper. But um, I mean, we still talk. I feel like it's... We can stay in the room for more than 10 minutes now without having about, a heated argument. Exactly. Well... We just got, Today we got we an argument good. last night. But. No, that was just a discussion. <laughs> just a discussion, you know. I would just like to preface all of this with saying that while Hunter and I both know that not everyone is lucky enough to have, you know, a mother that they're close with or, you know, like female people in their life, that we just want to acknowledge that we are very much fortunate to have so many different wonderful women in our life and that if you don't have that for whatever reason um, or you're unable to have that, always be... I, I wouldn't say unafraid. I, I, what's the word? Reach out. Reach out. Reach out to other people. Don't be afraid to reach out. <laughs> you have black specks in your teeth. From, from my smoothies? From your, oh, oh, it's berries from the smoothie. <laughs> Sorry, the I smoothie. just had to get that out there. Guys, now you guys have a full picture of what I look like right now? <laughs> You're cute. You just have berry, berry buds. Um, and I think something kind of along the lines, if you don't really have a great support system right now, feel free to reach out to us. Like, we're always willing to talk. Like, we're, I mean, don't use us as role models because we're, <laughs> we're, um... Going through it. Going through it. But, I mean, both Kerrigan and I, respectively, um, would love to, to chat. Most whenever. definitely. And, you know, I think that, honestly, sometimes the people who are best to talk to are the people who are going through the thick of it with you. I mean, I know me and my friend... I always talk about Tori, but Tori and Lydia, <laughs> we always talk about things. And if we're going through something together, sometimes that just brings us closer in a way. So never be afraid. Yeah. So. So um, how was your week? Because you week? left, you left college, you came back due to a Corona scare, mm-hmm. then a weather scare, and then another weather scare, and oh then we gosh. sent you off again. So you've been gone for a couple <laughs> of days. I know your sister, as soon as you left, was like, okay, where is she? Bring her back. Nobody understands me except See, for my um, sister. So. What I got was a very cold-shouldered goodbye, so it's kind of making me happy to hear that. Because my sister gonna... kicked me. Well, you kicked me first. No, no, no. She kicked me. So you then I got me mad in the back of the leg. Room. Okay, continue. <laughs> um, it's been interesting. I've um, I've been adapting to the college lifestyle a bit. I haven't been to any classes in person besides lessons, but it's I'm really enjoying my classes. Um. I'm trying to branch out and make new friends, but, you know, I have realized that I have a little bit of so- social Sa-sure. social anxiety, which is very Everyone interesting. Well, yes, but it's, like, coming back, I guess, because now I have to, I'm in a completely new environment. I don't know anyone, but I'm very grateful to have the friends I've made already and some great mentors and teachers and people in my life helping to guide me, so... 
Especially if, women. Especially women. Someone gave you some great advice on your video. You had lots of wonderful messages, but one person stands out, Debbie, and she said, you're going to start college, and in the first beginning, you're going to feel like you're completely alone mm-hmm. and awkward, and everyone's already got their friend groups, and you missed out. Yeah. And um, I think it's hard for you because you were home for a week right in the beginning, but realize that what she said is exactly it's what's exactly happening. How I'm feeling. Like you feel like you missed out already on the friend groups and Yeah. But like again, I'm finding like this kind of incorporates I think the self love idea of I'm finding that I'm really content on my own sometimes. Like, yeah, I like going out and but especially amidst the COVID epidemic or pandemic and all the regulations and restrictions on going out and being in large groups or joining clubs in person, I'm finding that when I am limited, I'm kind of doing a lot of reflecting and being able to say, like, I'm comfortable with who I am at at this point in my life, that I'm okay with being alone and, and kind of just sitting and reflecting on myself, which is something I wasn't able to do a lot through high school because of just how, I don't, I don't want to say anxious I was, but I guess it was a lot of anxiety and and not self-hatred but just uncomfortableness with being myself and I think going to college I've definitely found a a um a good group maybe not of people but just a good area where I'm I feel comfortable being myself for the most part and I think that's kind of really reflective of how much I've grown yeah for sure and going off of what Hunter said it's such a cliche but she definitely touched on this you know guys you gotta you got to learn to love yourself before you can love others. And I'm sure we'll go much deeper into that throughout our talk. But, you know, it's it sounds so stupid because I feel like it's on every single, like, dumb, like, social media post about, like, the quotes or whatever. But, I mean, it's true. I think that all of us here could attest to that. You got you to gotta be able to be fully comfortable with who you are and love being alone with yourself before you can really give yourself to others. And, you know... Sometimes it takes others to help you do that, but, you know. I would I would piggyback off of that now. It's so cliche, <laughs> but, circle. but really, um, it's not even about loving yourself fully. It's about allowing yourself to not be perfect. And so mm-hmm. we've had this talk a lot with my girls because they're overachieving kids and they always have been. And I was hard on them, I know, when they were growing <laughs> up, but only I never wanted them to be perfect I just wanted them to do their very best. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when your parents want the very best out of you, kids grow up thinking they have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And I always told them I would much rather you try hard in a hard class and pull a C than sit back in an easy class and give me an A. Yeah. And so, but I think sometimes as you're growing up, adults can see that, but kids are always feeling the pressure of being perfect. So loving yourself doesn't mean I need to be the perfect version of myself. That would be boring. Loving yourself means giving yourself the permission to love the quirkiness about yourself, love the social awkwardness about yourself, love the fact that you can rock frizzy hair one day or, you know, anything. Mismatch clothes. Yeah, mismatch clothes the next. That's a direct target towards me. (laughs) I was saying that that's part of like Kerrigan, I would say, and outwardly, I don't know inwardly because I'm not you, but outwardly you seem to love yourself. Um, yeah, I would say, like most people, everyone has their struggles. I think that, you know, 
a lot of women, including myself, we go through waves of, you know, one day we'll be at the top of the world, the next day we'll feel as if we have no sort of love for ourselves. But I think it's about accepting that and just taking those bad days and seeing, okay, where can I go from this? And taking those good days as, you know, I did something. So, you know, like I said, like what my mom was saying, you can't completely expect that you're going to be perfect or you're going to be the absolute most optimized optimized version optimal. of yourself optimal version of yourself but it's See, about that's quirky and fun optimized i mean just that <laughs> about you i mean just take the little things about you that are quirky and yeah your bad grammar is quirky you gotta you just, i'm just kidding i love it yeah it's it's like what she was quirky saying is like, cute oh my goodness <laughs> it's quirky you girl. gotta learn to love um parts of you that even you can't you can't seem to see how you would ever do that. Like, I, I can't really explain that any better than, like, if I gave an example. Like, I always used to hate my nose. I know I'm going on a little bit of a tangent, but I'll just say that's really quick. Oh, so I, you can go on tangents. Okay, you know what? I am, though. This is important. <laughs> I always used to hate my nose so much. That was my worst feature about myself, I would think. I would look into the mirror, hate my nose more than anything. And obviously, this is the outward feature. But, I mean, you can do this with, you know, mental things, too. Um... When I would look at my nose in the mirror, I would just despise it. I'd be like, when I grow up, I need to get a nose job. And then I just shifted my mindset a little bit. And it took a long time. I wouldn't stay as oh, completely love my nose. But, you know, it's things like that. A little bit of a shift of mindset. A little bit of a compliment to yourself. Give yourself your a break. Thank you. I would think it would be your left ear. Mom! Oh my God. I'm sorry. I just, do not say that. <laughs> of all the things about you, you're perfect except the little, the little well, ear. Well, see? And that's what I'm saying, too. The things that even you hate the most about yourself, some people would never even think twice about. Right. Yeah. Not saying it's about other people because, obviously, at the end of the day, like, I don't necessarily think everyone... But did you hate your nose because you thought other people looked at it funny? Or did you hate your nose? I didn't like it because I didn't like it. Okay. I didn't like it because of uh-huh. others. And, you know, if you don't like something because of others, that's not a valid reason to dislike it. That means that you need to have a shift in mindset because you need to realize you only need to please yourself at the end of the day. But, but you can also change your hard. own opinion. I think that's something kind of hard to acknowledge in this day and age. Most we definitely. See <laughs> social media, we see... We we are living in a um, a social media glamorized world where we're only seeing the best of the best. So it's really hard to say, well, um, so for me, for example, I've always felt very like um, uncomfortable in my my body image, my my body shape, because it's not very well represented in the media. Um, it's starting to be, which is really cool. They're starting to incorporate a lot of um, more like inclusive um, like modeling and, and just advertising. But growing up, um, a, a big part of me was like, well, I don't look like, and, and because of course, Kerrigan and I are Gen Z, we kind of grew up with social media. Like that's, was our childhood to an extent, um, or maybe like early tween years. But, um, I kind of looked at it and was like, oh, there aren't people who look like me. So this must be society saying that, I shouldn't look like this, if that makes sense. So it kind of it it kind of became rooted in a lot of uh, a lot of my self hatred became rooted in the idea that I thought people looked at me weird because maybe I was a little bit bigger and I wasn't wearing um, a size small. Um, and then slowly over time, um, I still struggle with it a lot. I think this is something that kind of affects way more women and people in general than we 
realize, but um, I've started to realize that if I'm comfortable with how I look and if I'm comfortable with how I feel, why do I really care if someone's going to look at me? Thank you. And I just want to say this as a mom. And I say this to you a lot. And I'm glad to hear you say that. Don't, as long as you are the kind person, as long as you are not harming others, as long as you always hold the door open and go out of your way to do something kind for other people, right? Which you do. Both of my children do. Then don't worry about what the rest of the world thinks of you. Because this is your story. You get one shot at it. And no one else is writing your script. You're not looking at the person walking down the next aisle in the grocery store and saying, oh my God, they don't fit in society. You're not even giving them a second thought. But yet you have a tendency specifically, maybe Kerrigan does too, to let it ruin your whole day because mm-hmm. you project what other you think other people think of you. And mm-hmm. that's such BS because no, you're not that important. Other yeah, people. I think that's something that's, you're just not. That's something I've kind of come to realize is how much attention I'm paying to how much I worry about what other people think of me is the exact same of what other people are thinking. We are such, we live in such a selfish society, and we are wired to think selfishly. We think that everyone is worried about what we're doing, what we look like, what we're wearing, how we present ourselves. But everyone else is so worried about themselves that they're not paying attention to you. And yeah, sometimes. Maybe you'll get a comment or two that's not necessarily the nicest. Or maybe someone will say something that rubs you the wrong way. They usually say it behind your back. Yeah. But even then, like, if you hear about it, you got to realize, like, that's something that you kind of have to just say, well, like, if someone said to me, like, made a comment about how I look, I think... And they have. At first... And they have. I think, at first, I would kind of react taking it way too hard. Like, way, way close to heart. But at the end of the day, like, they're not me. They don't Mm. know me. They don't know my life. They don't know what I'm doing. So why should I care? Why should I give them the time of day? Exactly. And um, I don't know if this really ties in, but kind of just, like, looking at yourself and being able to allow yourself to like yourself is Mm -hmm. something that I'm dealing with a lot. And I've kind of struggled with um, kind of the idea of being a good person. Um, I think because of... And mind you, I'm, like, taking a philosophy class this semester, so, like, my brain's a little more advanced now. <laughs> but, <laughs> so I'm kind of just, I've kind of lived with the struggle of, like, wondering, am I a good person, like, in general? And someone, I read somewhere the other day something that kind of opened my eyes, and it's like, if you're wondering whether or not you're a bad person, you're not a bad person. Because a bad person wouldn't care mm-hmm. if they were a bad person or not. So I think that kind of put into perspective of, like, kind of allowing myself to say okay like I can focus on myself I can I can love myself and not feel guilty about it mm-hmm. most definitely and I think that we should all normalize the fact that you know kind of like what Hunter was saying you know people will say things to us and it's it's human nature for us to take it to heart it's human nature for us to at first be hurt by it like normalize the idea that you don't need to be some sort of invincible person that words can hurt sometimes sometimes words can hurt more than actions um normalize that but I think for a lot of people um including me it's not as much about the initial emotion because I mean if someone were to comment I think on something that just really hits home for you I mean I think everyone has something that 
if someone were to make a rude comment about it, it would just hurt more than other things. You know, it's normal to be sad. That's not what we're saying at all. But I think it's about being able to recover from that and being able to look back after you done, you're done crying, after you're done being sad for yourself and realizing that it's not anyone's places but yourself to tell you how you should feel about yourself. I would like to bring up a seventh grade Kerrigan. <laughs> because really, can I say your color hair? Yeah. They, they, see <laughs> they know who okay. we are. So you're redheaded, you're freckled, and in seventh grade you got braces, or sixth grade, I don't remember. You may have been a little pudgier than the average magazine girl, just in that change of life starting puberty. to grow puberty. puberty and you got hit with a bout of acne which god knows you tried everything to get rid of oh and i remember you texting me from school saying if one oh and you had frizzy hair yeah <laughs> and i remember you saying if one more person comments on my frizzy hair i'm going to lose it right you were like i'm just gonna lose it and one day you got to school and i think you were there 10 minutes and you said <laughs> come pick me up I, I think I went home and I cried. Come pick me up. Yeah. But the thing about it is, the next day, you went back to school. So you allowed it to push you to the point where I can't take it anymore. And again, you couldn't do anything about the braces. You couldn't do anything about puberty. You couldn't do anything about the hair texture. You couldn't do anything about it. But you were so strong in those days. And you just... Well, you're still strong. <laughs> well, right. But, I mean, that's how you become strong is... That's my point. Sometimes you have to go through crap to come out the other side and have the opinion of, you know what? This is me. Take it or leave it. That's definitely... That's, I mean, um, I guess you could call it a... Sorry, I'm not going to cut you off, but I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> I don't know if I would call it necessarily a glow up. I mean, I think I glow up. But I don't think... Yeah. I think glow ups in our society are kind of something that is so... It's taking it doesn't matter if you glow way. up or you don't glow yes, up. Yes, exactly. It's how do you handle you in that moment? Most definitely. People take it the wrong way. People think just because you physically change, maybe you get straighter teeth because you lose your braces or you lose most of your acne because, in my case, I'm, I'm talking about me, because, um, you know, you found just something that worked. And also, you're you grew up. three years older, yeah, right. actually four years older now. Um, it's less of a glow up, more of a grow up. Yeah, and honestly... There's times in your life it's going to be like that. And I'm not going to say it's easy because by no means was it easy for me. If I had to go back and live in those days, I'm sure I would feel the same pain that I did then. But I think we're normalizing something in society that's not good. That means if you change outwardly, then you're automatically just, you're more attractive. You're more fun to be around. And yeah, I make fun of myself for the ways I used to be, but who doesn't? But we live in such a way that, just because I look a little bit different now, maybe physically I grew a little bit, I'm a little bit, um, I have like a different hair texture or whatever, it's kind of taken in a way that, oh, well, you're just a better person now. Yeah. No. I think that's... I love um, myself just as much then as I do now. Mm-hmm. That's something that kind of hits home for me because I've done a bit of reflecting and I don't want to, this, I don't want this to sound braggy in any way, but I look back at my specifically my eighth and ninth grade years of of school I look at photos I look at I think about memories and I was pretty popular I was pretty well known and I look back at photos and subjectively or objective I don't know which one of the words I'm an English major I should know this by now I'm an English major sorry um (laughs) 
But, um, like, I look at photos, and I think, like, compared from then to now, like, wow, I had a glow down. Like, I'm not putting as much effort into my, I know the face, but I'm talking about not physically necessarily. Okay. Sometimes physically, yeah. Like, I was younger, so I was definitely less, like, developed, I guess, in a sense. Like, I've, I've, my body shape has changed over the years. My um, appearance has changed. But I look back at those years and I look and I'd say this would be considered my peak. But then <laughs> I know it's funny. But then I think back to my mental state at that time. And that was at the time where I was stressed beyond belief. I was so incredibly concerned with what everyone around me thought about me that I never cared about myself. I never gave myself time to think about myself. And um, I was at the probably lowest of the lows mentally like I was dealing with extreme depression and anxiety um and I look at where I've come so maybe now I don't outwardly like maybe I don't take as many selfies anymore but mentally I'm I've allowed myself to love to love myself and accept myself that I'm feeling better like I feel so much better just being able to say well I don't have to please anyone. I can do what I want for myself. And if I want to dress nice and put makeup on, I'm doing that for myself to make myself feel better. If I want to lie in my pajamas all day and watch TV, I'm doing that to make myself feel better. And that's something else that I kind of wanted to touch on. I know I'm kind of going on a little bit. And I'm going to interrupt really quick because I don't want to get cut off. (laughs) Um, Just a couple of things. Life is not about good days and bad days. Yeah. Life is about moments. So if you think back in your memory, it's like a running picture show. But you never remember a whole day. Even if you remember, let's say you went to a theme park. You may remember going to the theme park for the day. But in those memories, you have good moments and you have bad moments. And so your life is going to be made up of good moments and bad moments within every day. Like when you got here this morning, you were like, I'm having the worst day. But now we're having a good moment. Mm-hmm. so never project yourself to be like and, and what I'm saying is life is a wave so you may have gone through ups and downs in your appearance and your mental state you may have gone through ups and downs in your appearance and your mental state but just always ride the wave because if today seems like a real crap moment and you've had lots of crap moments then tomorrow you don't know what's going to happen and so that also helps in loving yourself if you realize that it's not chunks of time but there's moments in there does that make any sense yeah definitely i agree with what both of you are saying but i also want to interject that as far as physical beauty it's something that is so objective and yeah you could hunter i think you're wrong with what you're saying that you look different now um i think just to use you as an example just because you look different and maybe you look at yourself and you think that oh i was I was prettier then. I was this then. That's, it's, I don't know how I'll say other than it's so far from the truth because just because you looked different does not mean that you look worse. Mm -hmm. Your body, and especially as females, I think every single woman can attest this, my body throughout the day can go from looking one way in the morning to looking a completely different way at night. And that's not because I ate like, five million pounds of food, that's not because of anything other than I'm a female and I have a normal body that functions and bloats and my face gets puffy in certain times of the day. It just is what it is. And that ties into what I'm saying because 
just because you look a different way a few years ago does not mean that you were better than, you were worth more than. You talked about your mental health, but even physically, physical beauty is so objective. I think it's all about confidence. Maybe it's because I wouldn't even say you have less confidence. I'd say you have more. It's about loving the things about yourself, even when you don't feel at your best. And I'm just disagreeing because I think that you look, I'm not going to say better. I think you look just as good now as you did then. Well, thank you. And this is something um, I kind of want to just add real quick. You and I think everyone really, when we talk about loving yourself and making sure you feel good about yourself, it's really, really crucial and important to allow yourself to not feel good. Mm-hmm. You need to let yourself have those moments where you don't feel your best. So let's say, and this is something um, Kerrigan and I's percussion teacher likes to bring up a lot because it, it really rings true and it's something that needs to be repeated. You need to allow yourself to have moments. So if you're not having a good day, let's say you just wake up and you're just not feeling it or something bad happens to you, you can't, you can't stress out over that. You can't blame yourself for feeling bad you need to give yourself time to feel those emotions you need to allow yourself to acknowledge how you're feeling and I think especially for myself um coming from a point where because I've struggled with depression um coming from a point where I would feel guilty for feeling depressed and that in turn would make me feel even more depressed being able to allow myself to say I don't feel good right now I'm going to give myself an hour or two to just reflect on my feelings to just kind of wallow in my feelings maybe listen to some sad music or or watch tv or do something mindless just to have a moment have that moment you need to allow yourself moments or else you're never going to heal or not heal but you're not ever going to be feel guilt-free or feel stress-free because if you feel bad and then you ignore it or you push it away and then it keeps piling up like Um, another thing that my mom likes to say a lot, um, this is more in regard to stress, but it does apply here. Um, she does, she likes to use visuals to explain a lot of her ideas. We've used a whiteboard in our house for years to just write down how we feel. But I remember this one visual my mom would do where, um, I think this was at like starting high school or starting middle school when I just had a lot going on and she put me on a bed and she grabbed a bunch of objects around me and she'd be like, she'd take an object like these small objects and she put them on me and she'd be like this one's your homework and this one's your practice time and this one's your friends and this one's your personal time and all these different objects and the more objects you put on yourself the more weighed down you feel so I'd be lying there unable to move because of all the things on me and it's like you have to acknowledge that and this kind of ties in with the self-love is like the little things that you don't allow yourself to feel and get rid of are going to pile up to a point where you're not going to be able to move anymore because you're so weighed down by these feelings of just negativity. So if you are feeling bad, if you're having a bad moment or I don't want to say a bad day, but if you're having a bad moment or anything and you just don't, you don't have to push yourself to feel good. You can allow yourself to feel bad. Now that's not saying sit in bed all day and wallow, but I mean, that's kind of a given at some points. Like if you're feeling just terrible, but at that point, you should be reaching out to people to just, I don't know. I don't want to get into that too much, but I'm just no, saying. No, but you allow yourself the moment. Allow yourself yeah. the hour, the two hour. That's what I've always been saying to you. If you need a break, take it guilt-free. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't take it guilt-free, 
then you start to procrastinate mm-hmm. because the depression gets you and the anxiety gets you and the stress gets you. So when we feel like that, we don't want to do anything. Yeah. And so then we don't clean our room and then we don't do our homework or we push it off to the last minute and we don't take care of our pets and we don't want to get up for dinner. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that starts piling up and then that even adds to it. So allow yourself. That's that's a good way to say it. Allow yourself to mm-hmm. have that moment. But also on the flip side, a positive note, allow yourself to fully enjoy the positive moments. I used to say to Hunter specifically, be present. Mm-hmm. Be present. I used I gave her a rock. <laughs> and I'd say, hold the rock because it helps you be present. And I know kids wear rubber bands or some kind of bracelet. Something to remind them to be in the moment. So when you're having good times... Allow yourself that peace of that positive moment too. So don't always think about the next thing you have to do or the next place you have to be or the next perfect thing you have to say. Or just just allow yourself that peace and that happiness too. A pocket yeah. of peace. So. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I want to say one thing because then I'm going to run and let you guys close it up. But what I want to say, and this is like my number one mom tip, in life, you may be in middle school right now, you might be in high school, you might be getting ready to go to college or just starting college. But, and this has nothing to do with anything, but I feel like I want to throw it in there. <laughs> in life, remember this you never have to be anywhere you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. Now, that may be like, what? But if you don't, feel safe if you don't feel like you want to be in that place you have a sound mind and an able body to remove yourself from any situation i'm not saying if your parents want you to go to church you can say i don't want to be there i'm going to walk out obviously i've done that. what i'm saying <laughs> and though, some people are in situations <laughs> where they cannot get out obviously too. right right in, what i'm saying is i always teach my kids in life if you're saying like oh i you know i feel bogged down with schoolwork and i'm taking on too many things you never have to be where you don't want to be so never let life get to the point where it's so stressful and so heavy that you feel like there's no other options because you never, I always told Hunter, if you want to run away and live in a tree house with me, right? You'll gladly if you want to crawl up, up into a tree house and sit for 30 days and just watch TV, you never have to be where you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's easier said than done. Definitely just, but it's something you, to practice and yeah. something to I'm acknowledge. A, right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a saying, it's not like extreme. Like, yeah, not I don't want to be in if you Florida, don't want to go to school. Alaska. Just, right. Well, I mean, the second I can move out of Florida, I'm out of Florida. Because this place right. is gross and But what I'm saying scary. is you never have to be where you don't want to be. So in your mind, if you're in a place where you don't want to be, you can change it around. You have the power to... It's your life. Don't let anyone dictate what you got to do. Yeah. Except your parents. And just... Well... <laughs> well, yes. I'm not saying that. Okay. Just to like, before we start to wrap things up, I also just want to include... This all has to do with self-love. Um... Especially what Hunter was saying and also what my mom was saying. This all has to do with self-love because um, kind of... I know we keep talking about like stressful situations and stuff, but I think we can all just relate because my mom's a mother of two girls who are in school. I mean, I'm in my junior year of high school. Hunter's a freshman in college. We're both 
at very pivotal moments in our life when it seems like the world's gonna fall down even though it's not um it really feels like the world's against us yeah it feels like that for the mom too because now all of a sudden what did i say to you all the time did i teach you everything you need to know mm-hmm. yeah are you a kind person like that's top on my list are you a kind person second on my list are you a strong person that knows where they that they can be where they want to be like it's mm-hmm. really important so if you get into a situation where your inklings are going radar radar not feeling good not feel, are you able to get yourself out of that situation mm-hmm. and and third of all do you still love me <laughs> yes, i love you no I'm third of all can you do your own laundry no i just did it but <laughs> i did sure. i did make her do my laundry for sorry me, Karen, but... i cut you off no it's fine that was important to say but yeah but I know we keep talking about the stressful situations, but I just also want to say that kind of like what Hunter was saying earlier, I think that part of self-love is recognizing that your mental health is just as important as your physical health. And this all has to do with self-love because you have to learn to love yourself enough and to care about yourself enough that let's say that I guess a good example I could give would also probably be about like homework because I'm in school, obviously second week strong um but let's say you have so much homework that night but you got little to no sleep last night and you just you know you think you'll have enough time to get it done you for sure will have ample time to spare after you do your homework but you want to get it done so quick but you got no sleep it's about doing things like loving yourself enough and recognizing your own mental health and physical state to allow yourself maybe a 20-minute nap. Allow yourself small things. That's kind of a weird example, but it's... No, it makes sense. Yeah, it's about allowing yourself small things and necessary things to keep yourself afloat. And I'm a person for doing that. I'm the type of person I feel like I need to work really hard for my reward. So, like, I need to get all my work done right now because then... At 8 o'clock you tonight. You won't even eat dinner until you've done all your work. Like, I you're know. Kind of crazy. Weird, like, and that's bad, too. I I'm definitely am working on changing that um, currently. But, you know, it's it's stuff like that. Recognizing, you know what? I need to walk away. I need to give my mental health enough time because I love myself enough and I like myself enough to recognize that I need to do this for me. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, so I want to challenge everyone. <laughs> I do all three of our listeners I want to do yeah a three person challenge to, to do something for yourself um, whether that's 10 minutes of meditation whether that's watching some videos on your phone whether that's going and hanging out with your mom for 10 minutes whatever it is that you're doing for yourself the next couple of days put it down in the comments and um, the comments. comment on our Instagram yeah. yeah comment on the Instagram give us some ideas um, tell us if any of this has been helpful. I'm sure that you guys have your own situations. You have tidbits of information and positiveness that you could share with us too. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important. Yeah. For Put sure. this into action. Yes. Good. Listen to right. this. Listen to what we're saying. And this, I think is going to, I'm, I'm taking this too. Cause I have a habit of talking and then not doing, but I'm going to take, and I think we sh- all should here take what we're saying today meditate on it think about it i want to i kind of want to quote radio rebel here (laughs) listen to it really really dig on it and then let me know how you feel or whatever she says there but really take what we're saying think about it apply it to your lives and put it into action because if we and i know this personally like if i if we're speaking and then i listen to it and i don't do anything like you can't 
be the change you want <laughs> to see. I said that today to Hunter because she was in a bad mood. Be the change. You said, said be the change you want to be. I said be the change you want to be because be you change. wanted to change your day. So be that change you want it to be. Be the change you want to see. This is also a shout out to um, Heather because she always says that at the end of her big speeches and talks. But be the change you want to see in the world. and Start with yourself. Take action. Start with yourself. Most likely, you're a good person. Yes, for sure. That's all. <laughs> Take this and do something with it. Don't just listen to this podcast, feel motivated, and then not do anything. Take this and do something. Um, obviously, we're not motivational speakers. We but could we, we could we, be, yeah, for sure. That's definitely <laughs> well, a possibility. Why are we? we should be. Let's um, start. A, let's start a motivational speaker group. Yeah, we'll go on like tours. So, oh, let's. I think that's a good place to end it for sure. We know Thank this you. is a little bit of a long go episode today. Mother. Yeah, go <laughs> kiss your mom or your or dad or guardian or, or dog or whatever you have. Don't kiss your dog. Or oh, your... it is National Dog Day. Yeah. Oh, oh well, you just messed that all up. Well, our dog is a rat. It's not a okay, dog. Okay, stop dog. saying that. We love our dog. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we know this is a little bit longer of an episode, but we thought it was important to talk about, and oh. we like to talk about things we want to talk about. That's our whole point of our podcast, so we're only going to talk about things that interest us. Yeah, and let us know what you guys want to hear. Um, yeah, reach out. Yeah. Talk to us. Let us know how this made you feel. Yeah. Tell us. Okay, bye. No, stop. You're, We're not you're done. done. Yet. Sorry. Give us one second. Sorry. Yeah. Email us at badtimingpodcast no, like at gmail.com. Twitter. Well, they can email us too. Badtimingpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know if you don't have any sort of social media to contact us. And or yeah. just drop something on social. But, anyways, thank you guys for listening. We will see y'all next week. We're here to help if needed. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.